Hello and welcome to the Caffeinated Creators Podcast, the podcast that gives you a glimpse into the lives of rising video and TV creators. I'm your giddy host, Jake Zebley, drinking a cup of coffee and a cramped sound booth in the Klein College of Media and Communication with today's guest. Before I let her speak, let me give you a rundown of who our guest is. Our guest is a senior media studies and production major at Temple University. She is an aspiring sports producer and videographer who is currently producing the award-winning student sports production, Al Sports Update. On top of producing, she works for the Klein College of Media and Communication as a student ambassador and tour guide. She is also an intern for the Temple Owls football team, helping to film games and practices. She may be 4'11", but she's poised to make big waves in the sports media industry. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Alyssa Mancuso. Thanks for having me, Jake. <laughs> Thanks for coming. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Uh, what'd you have for lunch? I actually just had pizza. I had one of my last classes of the semester, so our professor, Amy Caples, was kind enough to provide us all with a little bit of pizza, a little bit of city view. What was the class? Uh, it's media performance, so it's a broadcasting class. We do a lot of um, on-air on air practice. Do you want to be on air? No. <laughs> so it was an interesting class to take, uh, but it was cool. I learned a lot about being on camera, which I think translates and helps because I want to work behind the scenes. So understanding what's happening on a, on camera is important for me as a producer. So you're not just like yelling at the anchors and exactly. you understand what they're going through. Yeah, there's like a mutual respect once you understand both sides of the coin. So, yeah. So where'd you go to high school? What did you what did you do in high school? I grew up in a really small town called Milford, Pennsylvania. I went to Delaware Valley High School. I'm 100% confident that almost no one knows my high school. Uh, it was a very small high school. Um, I only had, in my actual hometown of Milford, there's only about a thousand people. Okay. Um, it's about an hour north of uh, Stroudsburg. Really small town. Um, I didn't really have any broadcasting experience there. There was, because it was such a small school, there wasn't a lot of opportunity for any on-camera work or anything. Um, I worked for a newspaper, and that's sort of where I got the journalism bug. Uh, I was in charge of sort of the entertainment section, you know, laying out that, doing digital design and writing articles and things like that. Um, but I never really worked in television in any capacity until I came to Temple. So it's an interesting transition. What made you choose Temple? I actually, I so I applied to like eight schools, I'll say. And okay. Temple was like my ninth fallback school. I did not want to come here. And I know like now I work for Klein and I'm supposed to like encourage prospective students to come. So it's kind of a funny flip, but I just was really trying to do the journalism thing, like get into NYU, get into Syracuse, get into Emerson, like all the big schools. Uh, and they just came with such a huge bill that it was just not, <laughs> there was no possible way to afford a school like that. Uh, so my parents were a lot more realistic and had me look at smaller colleges um, or universities. Like Temple was a little bit cheaper. It was in state. So basically it was the first school I toured and my parents were like, so what do you think? Like, can this be it? And I was like, I guess this is it. Like this works for me. Uh, so. so there wasn't like a it clicked moment. Like you came to Temple uh, and you were just like, I love this place. This is what I want to do. This is this is where I want to be. It was just kind of like, eh. I mean, I really think it's hard to say there's ever a single moment where you're like, this is what I want to do. This is it. This is where I am. I'm supposed to be here. Um, I don't know that I necessarily believe in that kind of a mentality. I think everything takes a moment of transition and a period of change and adjustment. Um, I definitely felt a good vibe being on camp uh, campus. I'm a big city person. Um, being from such a small town, it's obviously hard to feel civilized and like cultural like culturally aware 
Um, so coming to Temple, I think that's where I really felt that sort of sense of a moment. But I don't think there was that big moment for me. It, it was just it was a reasonable price my parents could afford. It was the only school my parents could afford. I still can't even afford it. I mean, let's be real. College <laughs> does not get any cheaper. So, uh, But it was the most... It made the most sense for me to be in a city, to have a great, you know, value education at Klein. I'm going to start preaching like it's I'm okay. actually no, student ambassador. <laughs> um, but have a great value of education and also to be not breaking my bank completely, you know, yeah. to not be breaking my parents' necks who are really helping me out paying um, for a large portion of this. So it was just a good overall fit. And I think after like a semester of being acclimated to the school I started to become more comfortable and I sort of started to have those moments of like okay I don't know that I would really see myself anywhere else I love the opportunities I'm getting especially once I got to like my sophomore year um so when you first got here you said like the whole first semester what did you do when you got um when you got to the temple like how did you get involved so I this is such an annoying story (laughs) I started uh working for the tab which is no longer I believe rest in peace yeah I think it still exists is it really i i could have swore that they had an Instagram account still. Um, I, you know what? I don't keep up with the tab, so <laughs> it could well, be. I tab... heard through the grapevine that um, they are no longer, but I... Maybe it again, was over the summer, but I know at, like, at least last year that there was still... They definitely were around last year. But okay, I, think... I don't know about this year. I don't know, man. R.I.P. It's not my cup of tea. If so, <laughs> power to them. It uh, was not my moment, but I was there my freshman year uh, for... Of the first semester, I was mostly heavily involved. I did a little my second semester. Um, but it was this first sort of exposure I had to journalism on campus. I thought I wanted to be a writer. Um, I This is not to toot my own horn, but I'm a decent writer. I can sort of write things quickly. I can be efficient and, you know, get good stories out. But I'm not a writer. I don't like to do that. It doesn't really vibe with me. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to push out articles for them. The whole semester and about two months in, I my editor approached me with a story idea. She was like, and I don't think you were here for this, so you definitely probably don't know the story. Um, but she approached me and she said, I want to do a story where I want somebody to go around on campus with like a random card and try and get into all the buildings on campus without like your actual ID. And me being a stupid, naive freshman, I raised my hand. I was like, oh, my God, like, that's like an investigative piece. I would love to do that, thinking it's not going to go anywhere. Like, I just wanted to have fun with it. And um, I did it, and I got into, like, over 80% of the buildings on campus with the Target gift card. Wow. It was crazy. (laughs) It was really funny. And I was just doing it just to joke around. Like, it wasn't a real serious thing for me. And... um, it blew up. It got, like, 40,000 views. Fox 29 wanted to interview me. Like, people thought it was groundbreaking. And I'm here, like, two months into my freshman year. Like, damn it. Like, I've already made this, like, name for myself. And not in a positive way. People were really mean. Yeah. They thought I was, like, gentrifying North Philadelphia, that I was racist, that I was ignorant to all these security guards who had these jobs that ne- weren't necessarily the best hours. And, oh, God, it was a mess. So I did that for basically <laughs> a year. And after that, that kind of experience uh, having such a negative feed and had a lot of positive feedback obviously but um, a lot of negative feedback came from that so I sort of 
was a little spooked and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. sort of stayed away from the tab after that. But that's mainly what I did my freshman year. Okay. Um, did you get involved with any of the TV shows or did you just do the tab and then like later on you got involved with the TV? So I did a little bit with Update Now. That was sort of a moment for me where I was trying to get involved in TV. Um, I don't want to do news and I didn't want to do news at the time. Okay. Uh, so I definitely knew that. I wanted to do something along the lines of entertainment or eventually sports, which is another story. But... Um, yeah, I did a little bit with Update Now, did a little bit with Temple Update, um, didn't really vibe with them, it wasn't really my cup of tea, uh, didn't really have mutual understandings of the ideas that were trying to be portrayed there, so I sort of cut with that and started talking to Alexa Ross. So, yeah. you know, Alexa, yeah. recent uh, graduate, now works up as a sports reporter in uh, SUNY in uh, Binghamton, I always think of the college when I think of yeah. Binghamton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she was an editor at the tab my freshman year, and she was always doing Al Sports. She was heavily involved. She was like, come to Al Sports. Al Sports update, our 30-minute live newscast. Uh, <laughs> she was like, come to Al Sports, come to Al Sports. And all my freshman year, she was sort of getting on me to try and join. And I loved her. We vibed really well. She's a really cool girl. Um, but I never joined until I came first day of my sophomore year, I texted Alexa. I was like, when's the meeting? Like, where can I get involved? How do I get to know these people? I feel like I'm in my sophomore year and I already have no idea what I'm doing. Um, so I came the first day. It was a way better vibe, I think, for me than Update. Um, a lot nicer, <laughs> which is a little shady, but <laughs> a lot nicer for me personally at the time. Um, and it was just cool. There were a lot of opportunities to start early, um, doing big things, covering big things, big sports. Um, they sort of give you free reign um, as a freshman, which is really awesome. So I sort of got got started there and hit the ground running. How did you move up the ladder with an OSU? Like, I start, you're a yeah. producer now, so what were kind of like the different roles that you held? So I started as a volunteer, and I did that my first semester of sophomore year. And I was a little nervous because I'd never done sports, um, literally not even in high school. I was the queen of like academic organizations, like choir, drama club. I was literally that girl. Okay. But I never did sports and I didn't, I casually watched, but I wasn't, you know, incredibly knowledgeable on the subject. So I felt intimidated going in. Um, so I kind of held back a little bit my first semester as a volunteer. You know, I worked studio jobs. I pulled one package. Um, I did some things here and there, but um, it wasn't really until my second semester of sophomore year where I took the class uh, that I got really involved, starting to like make packages, editing, covering events, getting to know the senior staff members, getting to know Matt Fine a little bit more. Um, that's sort of where the connection started to be made. So I moved yeah. up from volunteer to class member. And I sort of came in at a really interesting time where a lot of people were leaving. We had like 18 seniors graduate my sophomore year. So last year, I know you didn't really kind of had a little bit of connections with them, but it was sad to see them go. Um, oh, I'm, I'm thinking that this was later back. Like I, No, no, no. This is last year. So like you were graphics man and yeah. I was class volunteer girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all of them graduated. Yeah. And I sort of saw an in but didn't know that it was really my fit. I was only in my second semester and it was a real seniority thing to be on senior staff um, just to give those people those opportunities. But because we had so many people graduate, I had a lot of people like Alexa Ross and Ben on Sarah Shields in my ear saying, 
you know, like, talk to Matt. Like, go talk to Matt. See if he can be a producer. You know, just see if it's an option for you. So I did. I talked to Matt. He was interested, uh, thought it'd be a good idea. And about two weeks later, he came back to me, sat me down, and was like, listen, like, I want you to be a producer. And I was shocked. (laughs) I did not expect to get it in the slightest. Um, So it was a really interesting, cool moment to have that with him. But it was funny because one of the first things he said to me, he was like, okay, I want you to be a producer, but you have a little bit of an edge. And I was like, I don't know how to take that. (laughs) Okay, Matt. Uh, So he told me I had an edge and he was like, I love it. Don't change it. But just learn how to translate that into being a leader and making sure that, you know, I'm being unbiased and not coming off the wrong way. So that's something that I've worked on a lot with my co-producer, Aaron. We're sort of a good balance, the two of us, just making sure that she's got a little bit more of an edge and I'm a little bit more subdued. (laughs) So that's kind of, that was like my, that was my move. Yeah. So it's five minutes to air. You're standing on your Apple box. Behind the podium. The Apple box. There, for the image that I will post along with, with this podcast on, on social media will be Alyssa standing on her box. There's a box that we keep under the podium just so like she can get a higher view. Yeah, I can't see over the podium, guys. <laughs> but um, Show people problems. That's not where I was going with it. I mean, it's a great photo, but where, where I was going with this was it's five minutes before the show. Kay. You're on the box. I'm and the box. what's going through your head? What are you feeling? I'm a hot mess five minutes before the show. I mean, I am one of the most anxious people I think I know, which is such a biased thing to say, but I am always in my head, always so stressed, so nervous, thinking like, oh my God, like this has to be a good show. Like every show I've directed at at All Sports Update has gone, you know, relatively well. Mm -hmm. So getting towards like, well, you know, I'll think more towards like my last show that I edited, show six. Um, Man, I was stressed out. I, it's just... There's so much running through your head. Did I prepare? Is enough done? Should we have run through this part of the B block? Like, should we have talked more about this part of the C block? We have, we always, Aaron and I have always had this problem where we run heavy every show. Um, and I think it's because we were really focused on stacking the show and making sure that it was creative and interesting and different and unique. And I think that has sort of come along with adding more content and adding more time and have, and we haven't had a D block. I mean, we've literally every show we went into the D block except for our last show. Every show we went into to the D block with like 2 minutes left in show, which is totally wild. That's for like content, goodbye, credits, like the whole nine. So that I'm thinking about that a lot. 5 minutes for the show, Rest making in sure peace, who to thunk. Oh god, who to thunk it. <laughs> we tried to do this segment, man. We tried. I'll give us props, okay? We tried. Is it going to make its appearance in the spring 2019? I don't know. You know, that's not my territory anymore. Okay. I'm moving over oh. to Alex's Pass. I hope uh, they can figure it out. Maybe her and, uh, Aaron and Jimmy Freeze can figure that situation out. Uh, I wish them the best of luck, but that's <laughs> not my problem anymore. <laughs> who to thunk it? So, um, taking a whole step back um, from, you know, like college and you said you didn't really do much in high school, mm-hmm. but just as a whole, what's keeping you in broadcasting? Why are you doing this? Oh, what a good question. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Um, I think I love, I've always loved live TV. I've always loved a live atmosphere. I did a lot of musical theater in high school. That was sort of where I found my love of the entertainment industry and being live. Um, 
So I loved doing live shows and sort of that excitement and energy that you do get, you know, five minutes before curtain or five yeah. minutes before you go live in a show. I love that adrenaline rush. Um, I think just the fear of something going wrong is really exciting. Um, fear is like one of the most visceral emotions, I guess. I don't know if it's an emotion, but one of the most visceral things a human can feel. You can't really control it. You can't force it. You can't make it up. You can't fake it. Um, it's just there. And yeah. when it happens, it creeps up and it's scary, but it's also incredible. And it's such a rush and I love it. And I think that drives me a lot is, which is, sounds terrible. No, that's a, that's, yeah. that's, that's a solid answer. That's, that's what I would <laughs> yeah. say is what I'm in broadcasting for is I like that you only have the one shot to get it right. And yeah, you know, the people exactly. Are, people know if you mess up and then that's on you. Yeah. I love that rush. I love that feeling. I think that's, that's what, that's what keeps me in it. Keeps me motivated. Don't mess up. We all, know, we all know the rules. One take. <laughs> One take. So coming back to today, um, tell me about some of the places that you worked. You're, I mean, you're working at the Klein College now, mm-hmm. um, but talk to me about your internships. So right now, um, I'm working with Temple Football. I've worked with them since the spring of last year. This year? Uh, this is, 2000, of, this uh, is 2018. Whatever the last spring we experienced as a university, I guess 2018, spring yes. 2018. Yeah. I've worked with them since then. Um, I do... I film a lot of the practices, I go to some of the games, um, do a lot of editing the footage, getting it up for a coach and player review, making sure that they're looking at the footage, how they can improve, things like that. Um, yeah, that's about that's about what I do. It's an interesting experience. Um, you don't really know what it's like to be in that kind of environment until you're in it, um, and it's really wild. It's not the most nurturing and organized environment especially being a woman you know sitting in a room full of 15 guys you know that all know sports and football better than they know their own you know names and their own families um so that's an interesting dynamic that I've had to deal with definitely has made me step up my game a little bit um yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm doing with them. It's it's an interesting experience to say the least. And then the the client student ambassadors. Mm-hmm. It's kind of self-explanatory, but just give a brief little thing about what you do with them. Sure. So with Klein, I am a student ambassador. So I sort of act as a li- liaison between prospective students and the Klein College. So giving them information, providing them knowledge about the school, making sure they understand the majors and different opportunities that lie within the school. Um, any prospective student who comes through Klein will come through me. I'll tour the facilities with them, um, just make sure that they understand the opportunities that they have here at Klein and how it could be either beneficial to them or maybe if it doesn't work out with them, um, where else they could go, things like that. Awesome. What are you working on right now, right this minute? Uh, I mean, you were working on some homework in the hallway, you said. Oh, yeah. But um, like video creative projects, what are you working on right now? All right. So uh, I just got a new camera okay. uh, in October. Or October. What? I got it in August. <laughs> I think I blacked out for a second. Um, (laughs) I got it in August. It's a Sony Alpha A6500. Really nice camera. Super complicated interface. Like, really difficult camera to understand. But I've been working on developing those skills. Um, It's a really beautiful camera if you know how to use it. But, I mean, damn it, I don't know how to use it. Uh, So it's been a struggle all semester. But I've been working on a lot of photography, sort of trying to capture the still. Um, I'm... Very comfortable capturing the moving, you know, videography moments, but being able to capture a single moment, a single shot is really difficult for me. So I think I've been really, right now, I'm working on figuring out how to use that camera, how to, 
you know, balance videography and translate that into photography, get more comfortable editing. I've been doing a lot in Lightroom, um, one of Adobe's uh, software is sort of editing and things like that. Yeah. So I would say that's what I'm working on right now, Jake. <laughs> um, in five years, not even five years. In, oh, in God, don't just, ask me I'm sorry. I'm, I have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's not do five years. Let's just do what you like want. What What is your dream job and your dream location, dream position? Tell me. I think that is such a hard question, especially for someone in our industry where everything is changing all the time. I mean, we could have completely new platforms within a year, within six months. Everything could be different in our industry. Ideally, I mean, producing for a top 10 media market would be really wild. I don't know that I've got that in me right now. Maybe a couple years in a smaller market under my belt will build me up there. Uh, producing, I, I love videography. Like my first love is always my camera, filming, telling stories like that visually. It's funny, like whenever I'm listening to music, I'm constantly like editing videos in my head. That's what I, I, that's what I do too. <laughs> yeah, all the time. I it's just so did. like people will like choreograph dances or pretend yeah. they're like singing. And no, like I'm like editing like real videos and like sports videos in my head. I'm crazy. Um, but maybe doing something as a videographer or photographer for an NFL team or a college team that would be crazy. That would be cool. Producing hype stuff. Um, I was I don't gonna. Know. S- that's how totally I am with the music. The, yeah. You know. Um, all of the introduction for all of the Temple sports teams, mm-hmm. they use the Imagine Dragons song, Natural. Mm-hmm. So whenever I hear it on the radio, and it's like the chorus, like the that's you price you pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I hear that, I just see like the volleyball team or whatever. or like. Oh my the, God, we're the, crazy people, I know. aren't we? It's, oh my goodness. Drives me nuts. <laughs> I can't get away from things like that. I just want to listen to a song peacefully. But instead, <laughs> I've got an entire... <laughs> edited like timeline in my head of premiere i can see all the layers and the, I know, the colors all the layers and the audio and oh god i can't do it i'm crazy what am i doing here <laughs> what do you have to say to people to people to people i've i usually i've just recently started addressing my listeners my five dedicated listeners okay as the caffeinators. Five the, the caffeinators that's what we're calling Ooh, them. i like that so i'm a caffeinator i'm here well, she's in the booth. Okay. So address <laughs> address my caffeinators, your fellow people. What do you have to say to them? Oh, my goodness. What an existential question. It's not an existential. It's just like, <laughs> what do you have to say? You can say, I like to drink coffee. I like to go for oh. long walks on the beach. What do I, I have to say? Yoga is fantastic. You, oh, you know what I have to say? This is your time. Say it. Go to therapy. Okay. <laughs> Truly. Go to therapy. Oh, my God. I was talking to Amy Cables about it. And she was like, man, like, one of the best things I did for myself coming out of college was finding myself a therapist. And, like, most people, like, don't think, like, you're so messed up that you need therapy. But, like, everybody can benefit. So I'm going to make that a plug. Go get a therapist, man. Go talk to Temple Counseling. That's what I got to say to the people. Tuttleman. Tuttleman? Isn't that what that... Yeah. That's, that's where it is. It's yeah. like the, the Tuttleman... Oh. Yeah, the counseling. I thought I misspoke. No. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I'm just, just clarifying. Yes, yes. Um, this is a little bit that I do with everybody that comes on okay. um, because it is called Caffeinated Creators. Yep. So first off, let me check. What is your your uh, caffeine vice of choice? Is it soda, Red Bull, coffee? What do you normally drink? Uh, not big on soda or anything like that, tea. Um, I'll drink coffee occasionally, like if I'm feeling, you know fancy uh but i'm really a big water person god i'm so 
This, there, there has been a string of like three people that I've had back to back to back. <laughs> I'm given. just big on the water, man. H2O. That, that's good. No, that's what I'm drinking right now. Keep yourself hydrated, man. And but I'll have, do coffee occasionally. So how many cups of coffee do you think you've had in your entire life? In my entire life? Yeah. All right. Well, when I was a kid, I was a big coffee addict. Really? Like when I was like, like six. are we are we talking elementary school? I'm talking elementary like school. six years old, seven years old. My dad used to buy me those wild Starbucks things that were in like a glass jar that you can get at Walmart in like one of those like sliding doors. You ever seen those? You can like buy them. They're like pre-packaged like frappuccinos or something. The 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 glass ones. Yes. The, with the the tin cap. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I would my dad would give me those and it was like crack. Like, my parents would not let me drink coffee, like, after I would have those. Like, I would have a couple, and my parents would be like, whoa, what is wrong with you? Because I'm already wild, like, naturally. There's just something wrong with me, like, predisposition to being crazy. Let me pull up the calculator. So, how many, like, how many do you think you had a week? Because we, we, we'll crunch. A week, I'll say as a child, like, one a week, but maybe over the course of my life. Just, like, average. Like, what would be the average that you had per week? Like, uh, on two. a consistent. We'll say two. Two per week? Yeah. Okay. So As, two. like, a six-year-old. You know how mad that is? Like, that's crazy. So, that's 104. 104 that's for, for one year. For a year. For so, I'll say that I did that over, like, a three-year span. Right? Yeah. Uh, that times three. Damn, look 312. Math. 312 so. over a three-year span. And then in college, I drank coffee. I've drank in coffee. English. Speak it, Alyssa. Um... So you have... So I'll say maybe three cups a week in college for t- three years. Three. Yo, you're like a whiz figuring out this math right now. I'm a media major, so this, ma- this math might be Bro, messed up. Bro, I can't even, like, count to ten. <laughs> it's, like, actually a real issue. Um, like, I actively, like, any kind of math, I'm like, math? Can't do it. Not my strong suit. So we... It's, like, three... No, you, so you just said three cups a week, right? Three cups a week. Okay. For three years. So three times 52 times three. 468. Plus, plus. 312. Oops. Three on two. 780. cups. That's kind of low. Yeah. In- I would say that's accurate. I'm big on the water. That's good. No. The occasional lemonade, you know? So not, not a big sugar. Um, no. Could you imagine me on sugar all the time? No, that's such a bad idea. That is a horrible combination. So you're about to pull an all-nighter at the tech. What are you going to drink? Nothing. I'm going to drink my tears, dude. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like, not going to drink, like, anything but, like, sadness and emptiness and alone. Like, I don't drink coffee. I'm not big on that. that it doesn't really keep me awake. I'll drink it for the taste. Okay. But it really doesn't affect me. It used to when I was little, but I don't know. My coffee is, like, lame coffee. It's, okay. like, this much. It's, like, maybe a half an inch of coffee in the cup, a whole full of ice, and, like, half a pint of, like, half and half, and okay. three cream or three sugars. Like, it's, like, a child's coffee. So it doesn't count. Sorry to disappoint. It's okay. I, I just got to find better guess. No, I'm oh just kidding. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I'm dying. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say? Anything at all? Anything at all. No, I don't think so. Do you have a mantra that you live your life by? Besides, I mean, well, you you already plugged getting a therapist, but do you have any? You know what? I do. What a is A little it? bit. I heard this quote when I was maybe 14. Big, big moment for, for me at 14 years old hearing this because I was a freak as a kid. I mean, obviously I'm a freak now, but <laughs> I was wild, had no friends. 
that's not true. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going to get into my past. Um, but I heard, I got to make sure I get this right. If you truly own who you are, no one can ever use you against you. And that has resonated with me since I was wee little baby Alyssa. Not much smaller than I am now. Powerful words. Right? Powerful it's, words. I mean, like, God, everybody would always get on me for being, like, this short... I used to have this phrase where I'm like the short, loud, blonde with the bangs. Like that's how people would describe me when they then when they saw me. They'd be like, you know, Alyssa, the short, loud, blonde, bang. and they'd be, like, oh yeah, I know who she is. And like I hated that because I was so different to people. And once I started being like, you know what? Yeah, like I'm loud. Yeah, I'm weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like kind of stupid sometimes and like crazy and I have no boundaries. But like whatever. Like I don't care. Like I own that. So like. Figure yourself out before you start coming at me, you know? Like, if you truly own yourself, no one can ever use that against you. Powerful words. Thank you. Not my own. I did not write that. (laughs) Well, that's our show for today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Follow Alyssa Mancuso on social media. Um, Her Twitter and Instagram is Lissa, Liss Mancuso. I just completely said that wrong. Liss Mancuso, L-Y-S-M-A-N-C-U-S-O. Uh, She'll be tagged on our social media pages, which you can follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at CAF Creators. And you can follow myself on Instagram and Twitter, at Jake Zebley. Signing off saying, stay kind. This is Jake Zebley for Caffeinated Creators.